Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Red Men Radio number 35. Wow. Yeah, so we had some confusion last week. We had two rival competing forces who decided to work out what number we were up to. Uh, the horse that I backed, wrong. Uh, he since he since got back to us to say, oh, yeah, I made a mistake. Wow. So this is officially the, th- the 35th. At least he yeah, did his second lot of working out and got us the ultimately correct answer. So it turns out that, yeah, that, as was mentioned in the podcast last week, that there was a slight flaw in, in, in the algorithm, as it were. But, you know, that's, that's irrelevant now. Here we are, the 35th edition. It's actually what's annoying. This isn't our 35th podcast because oh, we yeah. we've, we've had fits and starts in the past where we've had fours and eights and twelves and stuff. Where they're not even called podcasts as Probably well. Probably not, yeah, on different formats. <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's fine. But for the sake of argument, we will, we will only Number start... Number one. We'll run <laughs> just let's just clean slate. We'll do what like comic book companies do when they go back to new issue number ones, yeah. and then whenever we feel like we're getting close to a milestone, we'll get someone to go and add up all those crappy little yeah. ones we made. Yeah. So when we're up to like oh, well, hundred or five hundred or something, we'll do the we'll go the action comics route, as it were. Nice. Um, as you can tell, then, ladies and gentlemen, joining me this week is Mr. Tom Dutton, the husky voiced hero yeah. himself. So, um, apologies in advance, but I sang my heart out at the game. Because um, you meant to, and <laughs> and then the next day my voice was completely gone. I couldn't say a word. Yeah. Genuinely, I had no like lower tones in my, in my voice. It was it was, it was quite funny, uh, which is mad because I thought you put you put a, an excellent effort into the Instant Match Reaction podcast. At that point, it, was it that hadn't. It? Was yeah, that what it went? Probably. I think it might have been the, that's the, like the having a tight hamstring with like fifteen minutes to go, yeah. isn't it? And just pushing through, and exactly. you put yourself out for three months there. I think it was the uh, hysterical crying once I got into my house <laughs> that uh, that that ultimately did it. But no. <laughs> right, we got a question to kick us off then from Liam at Unstoppable SGT. In fact, we got two kickoff questions this week, Tom, because. Derby next week. Yeah. Everton in terrible form at the moment. Yeah. Managerial appointment looming. Uh, it was a great chance to stick the boot in without mm. having to handle all the, the pre-match nerves that'll come with next week's podcast. Definitely. So we start off uh, with Liam, who asks, would you rather Everton win at Anfield but end up going down or we beat them 5-0 but they eventually stay up? All always the second one. I, yeah. I always want to beat Everton and I always want them to be there to be beaten. Yeah. Um I don't want to see Everton go down if I'm honest with you. I re- I, I enjoy the There's the... a chance a team might come up that we struggle to beat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I enjoy the friendly rivalry. It's not it's not friendly on the day, yeah. obviously. But I enjoy the fact that I've got family members who I can give shit to and yeah. they can give shit back to me. Yeah. I I like the fact that I don't have any ill will towards them. I've got a lot of lot of stick off Liverpool fans for having this opinion. Yeah, I want Everton to do well. Obviously, yeah. not as well as us. Absolutely. 
but I want them to have a good run in things, yeah. get to quarters and go out. You know, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it was a thing I used to do at, at house parties and stuff in my younger days was get Evertonians to admit that Liverpool were the better team. <laughs> you know, the better team, yeah. much better than they were. But that they dreamt of a day when the two teams were on a level peg in a wow. game. But all they were effectively doing was admitting that we were better than them. Yeah. That was always the only reason I ever did it. Um, but no, I I, I I I dream of a day when we're, we're you know we're first and they're second. Yeah, you know because at least it's competitive, and I want that. And don't get me wrong, derbies are horrible no matter what. They are eased by the fact that we've won a lot of them. But I'm I've talked about this in the past. I you know I still remember the the nineties when we couldn't buy a win against Everton yeah. for the, for the spell, and that was just a really bad time to be in the city. Um, so I agree with you. I the problem is is if I could, if you could guarantee that Everton could come straight back up the next yeah. season just to have them experience it. Yeah, I I think it would be funny for a year, maybe at a push, but I. I I was speaking to Ped on Social Club this week and he um, he fears that if they went down they wouldn't come I don't back. think they would either. I think all the players would jump ship straight away because they're already not playing for the team anyway. So why would they stay and fight for the champ for, to, to, to come back up? So... Yeah. They've got they've got play they've got some good quality players there. I don't think they'll, they'll they'll struggle. Well, it leads us quite nicely into the follow question. Well done, Tom. Yeah. Uh, Graham Murphy on the Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash the Redman TV. If you're not involved, be so. Uh, if the Ev are relegated, it means their players will be available. Oh yes, like we cherry picked Gini Wijnaldum and Andy Robbo. Who would you sign in the Everton going down sale? Centre mids, all of them. All of this, they've got, they're looking, you yeah. take your pick. Yeah, Schneidlin, Garnagay, get them both in. Genuinely, just, really? I'd, I'd love to have Schneidlin. I don't think he's that good. They hate him. They just hate get him, him in. so much. Just, what, just to have him? Yeah, and we need a centre mid. We need yeah. someone. We need, especially Garnagay, apparently he's the best midfielder in the world. Ever seen, yeah. So, Better than Kante. You know what I mean? So we may as well bring him in. They, he's, so. yeah, he's another one where last year they were all over him. And yeah. now it's like, yeah, he's not been as good Well, his passing year. stats were fantastic. Fa- yeah. Not as good as Henderson's, mine. No, but no, they were no. fantastic course, yeah. stats. No, I, I, uh, they are the two, not the two worst picks. Really? You don't you don't. Morgan Schneiderlin. Are I, you taking the pick? I would have had them when they got him. They've got... Genuinely, I would have. That's di- that's different. Well, now because he's in a terrible team. Well, now now because he's contributing to them being terrible. Yeah, having maybe, no heart yeah. or fight or whatever. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, if they go down, it's going to mess and he's like him, and they're going to be the reason why it happens. No, uh, for me, again, you're right. They've got quality players. I'm not sure how many of them get in the team. Like, I I, I take Seamus Coleman. Yeah, provided he comes back. I, I you know you could do worse than have Leighton Baines in your squad. Definitely. You could do worse than have Pickford in your rotation for goalkeepers. Oh, that was me other one, Pickford. Um, Michael Keane's decent. He's probably he yeah. probably a good fourth choice centre half. You know, <laughs> probably slightly better than Clavon, is, isn't he? This is mad because I remember having conversations with Barry from yeah. Toffee TV last derby, last derby we had, and he said we wouldn't take any of your players. He said that to me, mm. he, like. It's a different time, mate. It, no, it's the same. They have the same <laughs> squad, Paul. They just realise now that they're awful and yeah. way better. It's mad. Yeah. Um, now, the, the, I would go... Tom Davies is the obvious one yeah, for me. Great number player. one, Number one pick. And if I could only get one, he'd be the one. Um, it's his passion, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And look, he's a scouser as well. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, he's an Evertonian, but so many of the best Liverpool scousers yeah. have been Evertonians yeah, down yeah. the years. You know, Jamie Carragher, Robbie Fowler, Steve McManaman. Um, so, yeah, I would I would get him in. Addition to that, I'd go for Ross Barkley. Again, no one knows what's kind of gone on with him. I but I think Klopp could... I think 
if anyone could get something out of him, Klopp could. Mm-hmm. Um, and there you go. You've you've put two more scouts in your team. You've put two scouts first teamers, exactly. and I think they would for me. They bridge the gap because you know that's well. It, the fact there's not even a, a gap to bridge anymore, unfortunately, because of no Gerard. <laughs> but we don't have any. You know, all the only scouts yeah. we've got are ones who are just who are a bit too young to be yeah. properly involved in the team. So it'd be nice to have some you know genuine contenders um, in there. So yeah, I would go for that. I'd, look, they've got they've got decent players. They've got a lot who's, of decent players. Who's the winger? I can't. He's Morales. Morales. I don't Are rate you... him highly, but I he, he was an all right winger for a bit. Just 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 take him so that they don't come out the championship. Paul. You have just picked basically. I'm not one him. I'm just saying two just take him off them. Of the three worst Everton players, the players that they hate the most, and the places they the place they are blaming for the biggest lack of heart, fight, and character. Yeah, they don't care because like they've seen it all crumble around them. I, in my opinion, they're, they're great players. Kevin Morales is He's fast. He's fast. I'll give him that. But no, he's terrible. Let us know yours. You tweet in at the Redmen TV. Say, uh, let's use a hashtag for it. Let's say. Ev relegation sale. <laughs> Hashtag Ev relegation sale. 50% and, uh, yeah. <laughs> Along with their half season tickets. Um, send them send them into at the Rev TV on Twitter. And if you'd be so kind, if you want to do some more long form stuff, either in the comment section underneath this post on the website, uh, or as always you can you can email in interact at the redmentv.com. So, topic time. Mm-hmm. Tom. We've gone with the title of, and I say we, I mean me. Yeah. The the Reds good, not yet great, and it was a it, it kind of picking up from a thread from Sevilla, Chelsea last week that I look at Liverpool this season and I and I see you know there's something really really good. We're doing yeah. some re- some things we've got absolutely spot on. There's obvious other things that are not so spot on, and they're obvious things that you know we, we're conceding too many goals. Still, the defense still isn't what it needs to be. Yeah. Um, and I just get the sense, and going into that Chelsea game in particular, was very much the sense from me that if you get three points there, you're on course for a. You know, you you set yourself on the path for a great season. Yeah. Doesn't mean you, you get there because you can just as easily go on a run of defeats exactly. off the back of it. But you know, for where we are right now, that puts us into the top four. But in the run up to Christmas, that's where you want to be, and you let everyone else start doing the chasing. Whereas what's happened is. We are still, yet again, we did the monthly roundup show two or three weeks ago, yeah. and we were saying we're, we're close to where we want to be, but we haven't taken that step forward. And I think that's where I feel we kind of are right now. This feels like a season where it's going to be, it's our objectives are not going to be met yeah. easily. Uh, they're not going to be met anytime soon, we're, and, and it, it's one of them where we, we, it, it, it feels more like a fight for fourth season than a yeah. put the pressure on Man City. I think that's where the satisfaction at the end of the season is going to come. Now, mm. but I, I, I'd hate to be in a two league in a two team league. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you'd win loads of stuff, but you're not. It's not a. There's no relief. There was palpable relief. Yeah. In that run into last season, once we beat, we 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 battle over the odds against Stoke. Me and you were there; it was fantastic, yeah. and that galvanises the team to kind of to just go. No, we're good enough here to get fourth. Yeah. And I felt relief, I felt massive, mm. just satisfaction. I looked at the two massive teams there that that didn't get in because we're better than them. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing. It's not going to be easy, but that's the fun of it for me. And and we're not like you say we're we're not great now, but. We had good, yeah, yeah. Like the title. I think obviously. there's, I think there's that, that thing of, I think, I get, I, yeah. I mean, ultimately, all we, all we ever really want is to be in amongst the, you know, a couple of teams or whatever that genuine put a title challenge yeah. together. And it's hard because we've been hoping for that for you know for twenty seven years at this point, yeah. twenty eight lumen. 
you, but you, I agree in the, in, the, in the notion of you don't want to. It'd be nice. It'd be nice and pressure free yeah. if we just if there was no pressure on fourth and we just waltzed into fourth, so we could maybe put a bit more effort into Europe or put a more effort into a cup run. Whereas it's such a it's a different beast, the Premier League last year and this yeah. year even more. So I think because of I don't think anyone I don't think Arsenal genuinely believe they weren't going to finish in the no, top four. Exactly. So that's totally changed their their mindset on things this year. Um, and like similarly, Man United, you know they they. They had the Europa League as their excuse. Yeah, exactly. and look at it, it ended up being a perfectly legitimate pathway into Europe as well. Yeah. So fair, fair play to them for that. But you, you, you're right. I, I wonder whether we want as fans, we we're all desperate to know what the future is, and that's where it's, I think a lot of this is getting out of hand. We all want to know that it's going to be okay, exactly. don't we? And it, it will be because, in my mind, we've got the right we've got the right people up top, especially at manager level, managerial level, coaching level. we we're, we're, we're not. Bad. We've we've got we've got people in the club who just focus on the players' food. If that doesn't mean you're not a top level club, yeah, I don't know what does. <laughs> you know, li- honestly, I know the players speak so highly of these people because these these are the little parts that are going to help these the, these build a, a, a stable and long uh, a long lasting reign and that's what you need you need these parts and you're saying we're not a top level podcast because we haven't got our own nutritionists exactly exactly that's what we're missing we need someone to just make brews specifically like get random tea bags from other ends of the world that you've asked them for and just perk us up if anyone's looking for that role unpaid yeah. Um, please yeah. do <laughs> interact at the um, those kind of roles I'm sure we could make available um, but I, I, I don't know what people want Paul if 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 you want if you want to people be, want us to be Man City so. or PSG or something yeah. like that we don't know I know but it is the thing people want us to be competitive at the top end of the That's league fair play, and, yeah. and, 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 I, and I, you're right and it is fair play because I I I I go both ways on it because I remember when we got I remember when we got knocked out by Benfica in the Europa League and Rafa's last season and being like and some say well, we're not going to win the league and blah 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 and I was like well look we've waited X number of years at this point the difference between twenty seven years and twenty eight years is is minimal exactly um you've, you, what what's more important is that you can see that we're going in the right direction that we need to be able to get back to consistently challenging and that's that's hard because. That's where I feel we are. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a transitional season. I don't think it no, is. No. I think it's another, but it's another season of growth that we've that, that we've got, um, which me, which is which is a, a bitter pill to swallow. Because if you got told definitively before the season started, well, all you can do is finish fourth. Yeah. I wonder how many people would. I wonder how many people would follow the club as ferociously yeah. as they do. That's fair. Yeah, exactly. And and look, you, you go to these games, you sing at the games because you want to win and you want to be the best team in England. And honest, I, I can't wait for the day because it will come. And whether that comes under Klopp, I, 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 I genuinely don't yeah. know, but it will come. Um, I'm, I'm 100% certain of that. We, I will see Liverpool win in their lifetime. Um, and That really upsets me that it wasn't in your lifetime. I know, I know. But... Look, we got a European Cup in my lifetime. Um, there we go. I'm, I'm, there's a lot of people now. Who well, the vast majority of football fans on the planet, the vast overwhelming majority, exactly. will never see their team win a European Cup. I can't Cup. remember who I was talking to yesterday about it, but we were talking about, uh, they were saying they, they, they support a team and they, they basically uh, yo-yo up and down. And every other season, they get this massive rush because they're winning yeah. League One or whatever. Yeah. And that's the problem is, 
we're we're not mid table, uh, but we're not at the top. So we don't get the the we have to rely on cups and 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 that's the situation we're in. It's hard because you want to be you want to be the best. Everyone does. You, I, I'm the one of the most competitive people when it comes to football. <laughs> this is true. No matter what football game it is, I'm competitive with it because I want to be the best. So sometimes you've got to take the 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 fact that it's a, a growth season, but that doesn't mean that it's not. That doesn't mean that it's a failure. That doesn't mean that I'm sitting here right now going, next season's our season. Mm-hmm. This season's our season. Yeah. But it's not to necessarily win anything. Yeah. It's to grow. Like yeah. Well, said. it's the point. This is what it gets it gets back to, isn't it? Is that it, we, we've done this a lot in the last, you know, the last this season definitely more so than I ever thought we would do, given how well we you know we, we ultimately performed last year. But getting enjoyment out of football in, in, in where you can and football because football never ends because yeah. it never ends even if you win it never ends no. you, you know you get a couple of weeks off and then it starts again and then you go straight back to the doom and gloom of what <laughs> if we've lost the game oh we've lost the game and our star strikers injured and blah 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 um i think that i think what i what i feel i'm, I'm concerned right that our fans if liverpool won a league title i fear for our how bad our fan base would be <laughs> now there's a core yeah. of people who, who, who've literally who've been fans who've waited that entire let's say it happened this season hypothetically who've waited that entire 28 years and, yeah. and I think the vast majority of those people would it would be would genuinely be okay but I think there's a lot of people who just want us to win a league title so they can use it to twat Arsenal fans around the yeah, head yeah. Or, or batter Man United fans or, or do whatever they don't want it for, for anything other than, than that whereas I think for most of us it would be like it's just a relief. Yeah. It just it just takes it takes the edge off. It means we can get back to enjoying our football. But the thing is, I think there's a lot of people who don't enjoy don't I don't if you can't get enjoyment out of football yeah. without winning, yeah. then you're never gonna truly have it when we do win because yeah. you, you don't win every game and you don't win no. a trophy every season and you don't do what even the best Liverpool sides I know we had a r- ridiculously prolific spells in the 70s and 80s yeah. but there's still seasons when you don't win yeah. don't win stuff you know you look at the best football clubs around world football they don't win every game I mean obviously Celtic are the best ever because <laughs> the Celtic are the best team in the world you know yeah. what I mean because they just do but and no the Rodgers is the best manager if only we knew if only I know if only we had players like yeah, Dem um, Bell. yeah, Dem um, Bell, eh? yeah, and and from the championship. Colo to no, we had Colo Torre. Yeah, no, no, but you know what I mean. It's it, uh, they lose games and it's about the the. It's hard because look, let's talk about the Chelsea game. You look at that and then you're like, what we were talking about it before? What what does that mean for the rest of the season? It doesn't matter. It's finished now. You take that on the chin and you go right next game. Let's do it without that game and. It's hard because then you look at that and you go, when we when we didn't win at thirteen fourteen, yeah. and you look. Well, at this is this is still the point of the season when it's fine. It's not fine, you know. What yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Take, take, if you take my point on this, is that we've been in situations in the past where you go, you've got ten games left and nine and eight. And I remember two thousand four, two thousand five was a great example of this. We were playing catch up with Everton for fourth, yeah. and every time like they drop points, we drop points. You'd be like. Yeah. It's okay. We'll go another week, and then it, and then they'd win, and we'd win. And you're like, oh, fuck, fuck, you know. Yeah. And, and there comes a point where you run out. You do eventually run out of the. We've still got time. Yeah. Time does eventually run out yeah. for that particular season. But you're right in that. 
it's not it, right now. It's not season defining. Yeah. Now again, it's easy to say and look back on it, but That's the you know, seasons are season defining. Yeah. It's very rare that one individual match or one individual moment boils it down. Yeah. We try to. Did like, people love the fact that Jedi had fallen over? Yeah, was was classed as like the season defining moment. It wasn't. No, you know, there's plenty of other moments in and around that that you know, just as equally, Jedi scoring the penalty against Fulham in that exactly. in that run. If we go on and win it. People probably highlight that yeah. as the season defining moment, yeah. that, but it's not. It's it's a culmination of, of points and points. You can have defining moments in cups, in yeah. cup finals, because yeah. it's down to individual performances and individual moments. Yeah. That when you when you you don't, there's no such thing as a player's season. No. You can have a player's final, but you can't have a play, But you can't have a play as an example of that. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the the one the one caveat to that is for me in that season, it was the the Colo Torre pass to Anachevi against West Brom, yeah. which ultimately lets us draw the game. They don't draw that game. We win the game. We we yeah. don't need the extra points, blah, 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 blah. We win the league. But it's just as easy. I mean, the thing is, again, there's always that recency bias. You yeah. could probably go back to a game early on in the season exactly, yeah. and pick any one of the points yeah. with Liverpool have dropped. Because I was just looking at it so far this season, you know, and uh, it, it's made tougher because we got smashed by Spurs and we got smashed by Man City. Yeah. And I think there's a slight extenu- extenuating circumstances on the City one, but Spurs just totally outplayed us, yeah, fair enough. Far, yeah. But it's still, it's the draws that have done it and that's why I, they're the season, they're starting to be signs along the way, you know, on the, on the, ro- on the roadmap. These are things that start to show you the direction in which the season's going and that's obviously Chelsea draw. Two draws against Sevilla as well yeah. from winning positions. Uh, the Watford draw, the Burnley draw and the Newcastle draw. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's interesting that Again, these aren't these aren't terrible results in isolation because you can look at it and go, Rafa Benitez, you know, very organised side. He's got, a, you know, he knows he knows what he's doing. Burnley have been excellent yeah, away from home. Definitely. They've been, you know, Burnley were a, if, if Burnley had beaten Arsenal at the weekend instead yeah. of instead of uh, was it did they lost late on didn't they, to a penalty? If they'd won that game, they'd have been in the top four. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair play to them. So you know, I mean, again, in, in isolation, the Wofford one was, you know, it was it was those freak moments that 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 cost us and what have you. They're the things that they start to add up. Exactly. The problem is though, Tom, is that what you see, and there's a great article we we, we both read uh, today from from Paul Tompkins, who, who, who writes nothing but great He's articles. If, if, if I'm honest, but he um, he wrote one of obviously a few people, and I've seen a couple of them creeping into the comments <laughs> on things. Um, we got one quick question coming on the Facebook, and it was people are starting to ask the question now: If Klopp doesn't get top four, is he under pressure, or should he be sacked, or yeah. blah blah blah? And I, and I, you know, I twat my head off a, a wall with these questions because look, I get some people are fateless thinkers, yeah. um, and there's, there's very little you can do about that. That's up to individuals to sort their own heads out, kind of thing. Like, but it, 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 it baffles me but what it also has fed into people kind of starting to question the manager and there's I think a very very small number of people I did a video yeah, on this yeah. a couple of weeks ago on my YouTube channel uh, about people who, want, who, were, who were against Klopp for whatever reason but there's people who think that this is the beginning of the end yeah. that we're starting to see in a week where our hardest week of the season arguably in terms of the two biggest fixtures back to back and I know we threw away. We, you know, we, we could we have done better. Leads, yeah. yeah, we could have taken. We could have. We could have been out the Champions League group, and we could have been in the top four at the exactly. end of this week. Yeah. But they're not. We've seen worse results already yeah. this season. You know that that Chelsea game could have been another Spurs game. Yeah. And the severe one. You know, God, that, it, it got, you know, if they if they attacked a bit more, yeah. we could have lost that four three. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want it to sound like excuse making, but no. 
we, I think this notion of that Liverpool are not bad or this, there's a problem or whatever, I, it goes back to what I'm saying. We're not a great side yet. We're not Man City yet. We're not no. the fully finished article, but we are still a very good and a very competitive side. That's the thing. I, I, again, it's really hard because we, the, the, Stephen Olsen, he said something quite poignant to me yesterday with the, the Chelsea draw. And he said, because I, I felt okay about it because... Look, it's a draw against the champions. But he said, that's only a good point if you're away from home. And that stuck with me there. I was like, oh, I think he's right there. And when when people say there's a there's a problem, it's not a problem. There are many tiny little problems that will be fixed. Yeah. And that's that's the thing for me. It's not like the the, the, the club as a whole are sitting there and going, There's a problem, what do we do? Or everything's on fire. It's all right, there's that little problem, we've got that earmark. That one's earmarked, that one's earmarked. The biggest problems are the ones that we just haven't been able to fix that we've had for, like, a season. The centre-back. Yeah. Not bringing in a centre-defensive mid when we could have. Stuff like that. But, again, that could be rectified in January. Yeah. January, we could be sat there going, right, Van Dijk's in. Um, we've brought in a player, Goretzka, whatever. Let's just bring him in in the mid. And then them two positions have been bolstered there. And that, uh, it, The overarching thing is... The, the, we can fix this and we will get better yeah. it's all about I'm just, and, and, yeah, and I'm not sure it's as, it's as broken as all that anyway you no know? I don't think I so think either. you know and, but what what we kind of said and what, what Liverpool we were getting good at doing prior to last week was that run of games where it was Huddersfield West Ham um, Maribor twice whenever we were just yeah. got, starting to find our groove and our rhythm of just just Taking teams apart yeah. without having to go, you know, absolutely flat out, you know. And if we can find that again, yeah, it's an if because that's what footy is. Unfortunately, it's yeah. not been played yet. Um, with a run of games coming up, then I, I would bank us to be decent. And here's the thing, like like anything, if we don't, then we don't. We absolutely don't deserve because if you can't take a, a, a good amount of points, you can look. You can freakishly drop points here and there. It, yeah. it just happens again. That's the that's the beauty of football. It's why we actually like footy so exactly. much? Because let's be honest, if football didn't have that in it. You think how shit Liverpool have been yeah. in your eyes for ten years or whatever? Yeah. We'd have had none. Twenty years, all all think of like Istanbul doesn't yeah. happen if Footy doesn't have those mad results yeah. in it. You know, you the UEFA Cup uh, two thousand and one, like the spawniest cup win yeah. ever. We should have got it was like a, an own goal, golden goal, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's there's all these moments that you know is is it, Footy is what is what Footy is, and but it's encouraging that again. It's encouraging that we. The good we're getting the the good stuff that I think the genuinely hard stuff in football, I think we know and we're getting right. Yeah. You know, and that it's it's interesting when I, I see people throwing out the the Brendan Rodgers comparisons, and yeah. I think people like a good stat, and they like they don't but they don't like stats, but they like a good simple easy to repeat stat that bolsters that an argument. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's this whole Rodgers um, win rate is higher than than, than Jurgen Klopp's etc. And it's as though people forget where we've come from and, yeah. what, and what, what, what we've come from. I think that people have a tendency to think that Jürgen Klopp came in at the end of 13-14 yeah. when we were the, you and know, we were, exactly. Um, and I think, you know, the team, although I think, you know, we had, a, we had a decent squad, we had two problems, we had two fundamental problems that needed fixing that team and they're the only, they're the only issues in football yeah. that was we were shit at defending and we couldn't score goals. Yeah. We solved the goal scoring one. Yeah. 
Now, there was a case to be made that we could have gone, you know, maybe we should have focused on the defensive side of stuff. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. But would we have been happy with that as fans? Well, yeah. I wouldn't have been. And, and, and here's the thing as well, Tom, and again, it's where I think it'll be. T- we'll, it'll tell the next couple of months. I think we'll tell why our, why our game plan was spot on, yeah. is that as much as we solved the goal-scoring problem, by and large, let's not forget that the second Mane was injured last season. Yeah. We fell to pieces. We couldn't, when, when we had to, we ground out the end of that season because our attacking talent dried up. Yeah. And it was only lucky that right, right at the end we managed to get a little tune out of Origi and Sturridge yeah. just enough to get us over the get us over the line. I'd love to see 13, 14 at its peak play us at our peak right now. Yeah. Because attacking wise, yeah, we we scored a load of goals, and that's only because the defense is so bad. And I want to know right now if our defense. I think our defense now is better than our defense was then. Mm. Uh, obviously, the attack wasn't, but I think we're just becoming. We're getting to be a well, more rounded team you in know, a sense. You know, we're lacking for that. For that team. I never thought I'd, I'd have said it or, or would it, at the time, but we could just do with a Colo Torre in our squad. Yeah. Just someone who's a natural born leader, yeah. who's just dead cool under pressure and he's a real organiser. And the, the people, there will be people who laugh at that because, mm. you know, Colo Torre was up and down. He, you know, you mentioned it earlier. He, You could pinpoint his mistakes in that 13, 14 season as much of a reason why we, we, we didn't challenge for the title to the to the end as, 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 we, as much as we did. Yeah. Um, but... There's games where you needed to drop someone in to go in and do a job, and his, his character and his yeah. personality is something that's sorely lacking from our team. But on the flip of that, you know, look at if you if you were to go head to head, I think our fullbacks Mo Salah would have John Flanagan on toast. Oh yeah, think about think day. about. <laughs> would you rather have Albie Moreno or Ali Sissoko? As your left back, yeah. Think about that. I know he did the greatest assist ever, but he blasted <laughs> it at um, it's, it's as his head, and that goal that he, he was hitting towards the far corner, and it deflects in. Yeah. Fair play to the guy, but defensively we're a lot stronger. 
I know it doesn't I'm seem. I'm not sure that way. a lot stronger. Yeah. Quite accurate. Think about the, the the clean sheets we got in that run when we did the in last last month. Okay. We got a, apart from spares when we got demolished, but we do professional performances, and we 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 just ground them out. I mean, I'd love it if we could consistently do that. Yeah. That's. The, I think that's the main problem. It's consistency. Rogers never had it. We yeah. don't have it. I think we have maybe more of a consistent run now but like I said I'd love to see them two teams go at it yeah. because attacking wise they're you know, both you know what I'd like good. to see I'd like to see this team go up against the team that got beat 6-1 by Stoke oh. and then people who've got who've, who've, who've somehow started to rewrite Brendan Rodgers uh, yeah. managerial reign to watch that battle, the team that got beat by Aston Villa in the FA Cup yep. semi-final with zero fight and heart whatsoever and put them up against this team, this team would absolutely yep. fucking annihilate that team, Tom, because that team was terrible. Yep. And, you know, again, let's not get drawn into, what you know, the the, the transfer side of things and Brendan Rod, the hand he was dealt. Look, because ultimately... It was sly on him that Suarez had to go. Oh, definitely. Because I don't think any manager copes is going to cope well with the loss of a player of that of that caliber. But my God, you know, a, a combination of him and the committee, you know, the, the perfect storm of shitness. You know, the wheels fell off massively yeah. under Brendan Rodgers, and then when he had a chance to put it right in the summer, he got the signings he wanted. He fought for it. He changed his backroom staff. Yeah. Got all that stuff, and we were still we, we were still awful. crap off the back of it. Like. The thing I I distinctly remember when Rodgers was in, what everyone said was, "We need a manager who has European experience and can do it in Europe, and we need a manager who attra- attracts players." We have that in Klopp, and Klopp's a better coach. We walked out. Go. I walked out of the Real Madrid game at Anfield, and that was very early on. You know, that's like two years, not three years ago, whatever it is now. And um, this is obviously Brendan Rodgers still went went on another year of manager. Yeah. And we walked out that game having been consummately played off the park. And I think it was Ozzy said to me, he was walking back to the car, he went, what do we need here? And I said, a new manager. And like, I never really vocalised at the time because it was very, it was very knee jerky. But at yeah. the core, I knew it was right. That for what you're saying there, a guy with a bit more nous, a guy who doesn't, who's not doing his learning on the job, and I think that I think this is the problem. I think that we we do, we want it all and we want it now, and there's nothing wrong with with that yeah. because again, there's nothing wrong with being having ambition. Well, Liverpool, ho- we should be up there exactly. as well. Exactly, and there's nothing wrong with holding Liverpool up to the highest standards because yeah. that's if the club aren't there, that's what they should be striving for. Yeah. But there's a difference between saying here's the level and being. Uh, What's the word? Letting it get you down when they're not when they're not there because I think there's a balance to be struck. Yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with it. But I try. To, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know the exact answer. I don't because I, I can't. I can't possibly know this, and it'll differ from person to person, of course. And you know, I can't tell people how to think or, or, or feel or whatever. But you know, there, there are times and places for criticism, and there's time yeah. and places to 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 batten down the hatches and just grit your teeth and and, and, and get on with it. And is the thing. This is none of none of that is this time. No, you know we're fine. Yeah, <laughs> we're, you know we're we're genuinely fine, yeah. and and I think that's one of the, the the great points Paul makes in that article is that you know there are it is a, a very very small minority of people who are not happy with the current manager. So there's it always the case as I always say there's people who don't like the Beatles. You just got to deal with some you know there's a there's a, a, a there's a minority in a lot of things. Yeah, you know, and in terms of opinions, and some people just like having odd opinions. I, the You're thing about to say you don't like the Beatles, aren't you? Well, I mean that's a separate Get. issue. Out. I mean, I like some of the songs. I don't like all the songs. Let's not get into that. That's a different thing. But 
Klopp said something in a press conference, right? Said it after Chelsea, and it really struck a chord in me. I really wanted to bring it up on a show, so why not right now? Yeah. Um, he said, there's, um, basically, I'm paraphrasing quite a bit, but he says, look, if you want to be happy, you've got to set yourself targets. And those targets don't need to be at the very top. But if you're if you hit your targets, you get happier. Yeah. If you're happier, you're more confident. If you're more confident, you're more likely to win stuff. Yeah. So I think setting or setting a target of we need to win the league, and then when we don't do it, we're the shittest team ever. Yeah. If we go right, we need to like everyone's been saying, get out the group stages and challenge for top four and higher. Yeah. And if we do that, we're like, right, we're, we're good enough to do this consistently. Yeah. Now let's go on and let's let's build something better. And that, and for me, that's the perfect way to look at it. There's yeah. no point in being upset when... There's no sense in throwing the baby out of the bathwater when we haven't won the title, yeah. it, 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 when we don't win a title because, it, you know, this season or even fucking next season yeah. because provided we're still competitive and we're proud of we're, we're, we're maintaining the level that's fine again if you accept the mediocrity no Paul. no no, no, exactly. no you know what I'd love to Tom for a very brief yeah. spell yeah. I'd love a little and it's not mediocrity because mediocrity is finishing fucking 10th I was messing you know, I know you're not but there's people who won't, who won't, yeah. who won't get that yeah. but the uh, you know there's nothing wrong with us being we, we need to be a competitive force again and that's the thing about it is that it's more important that 13-14 and Leicester winning the league has fucked football. <laughs> it's totally fucked our yeah. mentality because it told us that you can go from seventh to, to basically winning the title or you can go from being in a relegation battle, battle to win the title. And Chelsea even, you can go from tenth yeah. to winning the title. You can't. I mean, clearly you can because yeah, there's now can. two and a half examples <laughs> of, of, of teams doing it. Yeah. But left for the sake of argument, for the amount of, for the odds of it, yeah. It's not possible. No. So best not to think that way. And it, it's much better. We tried this. We keep coming. We keep having good seasons. Every time we get to second in the fucking league, we collapse and fall to bits yeah. the season after. No more of that. No good. Yeah. And, it, and that, some of that is down to that, a lot. You know, a lot of that's down to the players and the, and the management and the owners and all that. But a percentage of it is actually on us as well, yeah. just to keep our heads. Because, and I'm not saying people moaning on Twitter contributes to it because it doesn't. But I mean, just that, you know, in a general sense, we do need to just be able to sit back sometimes and take stock of where yeah. we are and, and where, where we've improved Definitely. and look at where we're going because exactly what you're saying I don't I think it I don't think it's something the club would ever do but there is definitely something you have to read between the lines I don't think the club are ever going to come out and say here's our plan our plan is to scrape into the Champions League it's to get fourth and get out the group and, and have a good uh, good domestic cup run of, of, of something then next season it's about it's about maybe getting second yeah. and trying to get to the to the semis or the quarters of, a, of European competition and then the season after that if we if we put a proper proper last day title challenge together yeah. then so be it and then we move on from and then yeah. we do that every season from then on in the problem with that is that there's just too many people. Exactly what I said. It's like t if you tell people yeah. that the objective is fourth, is lower, people's yeah. heads would fall off left, right, and centre. But it's about that's what you're right. It's about setting attainable goals. If you go above that, great. If you slip below that, you have, you you sit down, you analyse, and you, you you work out did that go wrong because there's a fundamental flaw, yeah. or is there you know is the reasons behind it? Is there is there an acceptable amount yeah. to which we, the, 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 we we we've fallen short of that? And even then, you decide whether you want to go again, or you decide you want to rip up and and start again. Definitely. I mean, I want to know what what the consensus will be from myself as well because I don't know when we ultimately got the Champions League because 
we'll we'll make a fist of it. I know we will. We'll we'll give it our best shot, but we're not going to win the thing in my eyes. If we do, fantastic. (laughs) Bring this back up and I'll be drunk, so I don't care. But when we go out of that, are we then the worst team in the world because we haven't done that? Or do we then take stock of where we were and just go, right, we weren't in the Champions League season before. This time, let's say we got to the semis or we, we just missed out on getting to the semis. Is that a terrible result? Like, I obviously it depends how the it happens. Is, Thomas, what will happen again? The same the same percentage. If Liverpool go out, because if Liverpool lose a game, there has to be the inquisition, the inquest into why it's happened. There yeah. has to be an inquest. It, it, it's it's there always needs to be a little bit of take a deep breath and, and be level headed and go all right, yeah, you know. Because again, if Liverpool lost the game because they conceded a late a late goal in the game. The inquest would have to be into why is there a defensive problem? It's not fair play to the other team for going until the 90th no. minute or whatever, you know, that because that's ultimately where we are with where we are with football analysis at this point. So, yeah. I don't I just don't look forward to and this is the most obvious statement any fans <laughs> ever said. I don't look forward to Liverpool defeats. No. <laughs> obviously, yeah. but I look forward to them with I I fucking dread them at the moment because everything has to be seen as a it's good or bad. Yeah. Klopp good, Klopp bad. Liverpool great, Liverpool shite. Yeah. There's no this the, what if this season is a 7 out of 10 season. Yeah. yeah. Now Contextually, we've had very, very poor seven. We have, we have had very few seven out of ten seasons in recent years. Very, very few. You know, we've had a lot of fours and fives. You know, in my in my opinion, and we've we've not had a ten out of ten season in you know thirty years. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Um. This is the point that it, social media analysis doesn't lend itself to shades of grey very well, no. unfortunately. And you know, again. There's nothing wrong with being angry and wound up about these yeah. things, but there's also nothing wrong just as equally with going, ah, shit. Okay, yeah. well, listen, there's nothing we can do about that. That's done. That's gone. What am I going to do? What am I going to do about it? Well, you know what? I'm going to take up crochet for a, for, yeah. a, for a day or two. I'm going to do a little bit of knitting just to keep my mind off it, and then I'm going to trust that the players and the manager are going to get it right in the next The thing year. is, I'd, uh, with, with when people are negative, I've got no problem with that. I've got no problem talking to someone with a different opinion. Sometimes I'm overly positive. I'm too positive. Sometimes they're overly negative. And I enjoy having a conversation with someone who disagrees with me because you sit there, you get their opinion. You may not agree with it, or you'll take parts of that and then you form your own argument. Yeah. That's the best part. Like, uh, no matter in whatever, I enjoy having those conversations. And as long as there's constructive bits in there, if it's literally just Henderson shit, Verano shit, and everything, and Klopp, Klopp gets his tactics wrong every game, that doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. All I want you to go, Henderson shit because he didn't do this in the game. Verano fucked up. Three or four times here, Klopp could have done this. Yeah, sound, and there's then no, I can take that yeah, and go. There's no debate in enough. these things, is there? And it, cause there's no, there's no give, give or take, and that's yeah. But I, you know, this has always happened in football. This has always happened. In, it always just happened in pubs. Yeah. And I, I've said this in the past. There was always one fella in six who was the guy who you couldn't have a have a debate with yeah. because he was like, no, he's shit. And he's not. He, he doesn't. He doesn't care enough. Yeah. He doesn't care enough about the player yeah. to to be to be proved wrong. He doesn't care. He actually doesn't care if he's wrong. No. He's got his opinion, and he doesn't. And he, and he, he, he set his opinion, and it, it doesn't. 
he's got bigger and more important things to do with his life than, than spend time dedicated. Fair play to him, like, but you know, again, I've had it over the years. I think yeah. about how many players yeah, yeah. we've actually ended up loving. Lewis Garcia uh, is always the pair of this I've one. I've got a picture of the exact guy I'm thinking of in my head. Um, and he was a little knobhead, like, <laughs> absolute knobhead, and he hated Louis Garcia. And I understood it because that, you know, he was, he, he polarized people, yeah. he frustrated the life out of us, but, you know, he, and he had no time and no credit for him. And he never came round after, after Juventus and said, I'll tell you what, I was wrong about him. What a player. Yeah. Just stop talking about him. Yeah, yeah. Just stop talking about him. And when you've been defending oh, someone yeah. and against someone and they're blindly going, no, he's shit. And then they have a game and you go, what about that? And they go, yeah. Well, he was shit for, well, he was shit for all these other games. Oh, my God. Exactly. Could we not just say, oh, yeah. There was, there was a fella in the main stand when I went there and I might have said it on the last podcast, but I'm going to say it again because you've just brought it up. And he, he's, he, like, I've never, I wouldn't say despise but I just genuinely really dislike this man. And all he did all game is give Liverpool shit. It was when we beat Maribor at home, constantly giving us shit, giving us shit, giving us shit. First half, we're the worst team, Emre Chan. What are you doing? Oh, you're the worst. And then Emre Chan scores and he stops. He, I couldn't hear him anymore. For the hot, for 60 minutes, he went on saying Liverpool are the worst team. Any misplaced pass, any time it went backwards, sideways, we're the worst team. We don't have attacking intent yeah. when Maribor were playing nine men, ten men behind the ball. And that's the problem for me is I would hate to have a conversation with him, whoever he is, if you're listening, straighten us. Um, <laughs> no, but, no, but I, I would hate having a conversation with him because he's exactly that. He'll stop talking about it and you'll go, what about that? And he'll go, don't know what you're talking about, mate. Yeah. Do know, do not know what you're talking about. Yeah. Shut up. No, we have that. I have this with my dad periodically. Um, me, 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 his brother uh, is is very like that. In like, again, he, he said, he said, I had a massive argument with your uncle. He said to him about Renato. He said, Renato's the worst ever. And he went, I thought he was quite good. Oh, no, no, he's terrible. He's the worst Liverpool left back that there's ever been. And he's got, and he's, and it's the point is that, and look, and this is, I'm, I'm I don't know what a specific person. I'm not saying everyone who hates a particular player is yeah. like this, but he is the, also the kind of person who, I love my uncle, but he's also the kind of person that he reads the paper while he's watching the match. Yeah, yeah. And he gets up and potters around the kitchen for a bit during the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he gave up his season tickets. You gave us a season ticket, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. uh, he was getting caught and then he, he didn't have it. Oh, anyway, it's a long episode, but he... He has his opinion, and he's cool with having his opinion. And some people are like, you know, we all like. I think we're all like that in certain, in certain walks of life. Yeah. We all have certain entrenched opinions. I think I think you should have them at, at your core, but but it, for for things like for trivial matters, ultimately <laughs> like sport as I don't think I don't see it does any harm to be able to go. I like, like let's use Henderson as an example. Loads of people asking us to talk about Henderson. We've talked a lot about Henderson Loads, in recent yeah. weeks, and I, 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 there's just a lot of people who just don't like him. And I, you know, I, I do, but I'm equally starting to see, you know, the. Yeah, I, 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 I've never yeah. thought he was the perfect answer for us, but I've also started to see some. I can, I can see when he's had the poor performance. Yeah. I'm not so blindly exactly. pro Jordan Henderson <laughs> yeah. that I'm like, no, he's not his fucking Perlo. Really? Fucking, yeah. Really? Yeah, Paul? Jordan Henderson's Perlo, Tom. And I've always Clip that. It. Everyone clip that. <laughs> he said it once and for I've all. I've always said Jordan Henderson was the best defensive. I've never said that. Know, never once ever said that. But what I will do is when a player performs well or does something well say in a game, I'll say that because yeah. ultimately, you know, if I, if I wasn't doing this, I wouldn't have to. Yeah. I just not talk about it. Yeah, yeah. But if if my job is to talk about the game and is to talk about the things that happen in football matches, I will talk about the things that happen good because you could literally win a foot. You could win a game five nil. Yeah. They could not have a shot on target. 
but if you wanted to, you could go through that game and highlight every misplaced pass. And you should every, do. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a fucking data analyst exactly, for a yeah. football yeah. club. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you could you could find you could find a sixty minute show yeah. in in a in a five nil win that does nothing but pick up all the mistakes. Because my God, Rafa Benitez used to do that. Yeah. He used to come on the pitch and say, "Congratulations! Well, you've won five nil. Who cares? You missed that tackle. You missed yeah. You know, you, thing is, you could do this until the cows come." Jurgen Klopp and his team will be yeah, doing that. Will be, That's the best exactly, part about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Is they're not sitting there and going, "Oh, Henderson." Everyone's saying he's had a bad game. They know he's had a bad game because they're watching the game. It's their jobs to go, how do we improve this player? And they will go up to him and go, you need to improve because you need to do this. And the thing is, it's one of them, isn't it? The things we'll never know. And there's there's always going to be mitigating circumstances to it, but it's always the stuff we never see. It's always the stuff in in training. It's the response of the player. The fact is, you know, playing that 90 minutes of football is, as far as their working hours go, it's a fraction of what they actually do and what the manager sees of them in the the preparation and stuff. And I don't know. This is not a a defence of Jordan Henderson's recent performances, by the way, (laughs) because they've been terrible. They've been terrible. Terrible, um, but it is inevitable. But he's not the worst player in the world off the back of him. Well, no, he's not exactly. It's and, uh, but it's it, it is. It's one of them. I think we love we, we love it, don't we? And we love it. We love it. It's an look. It's an easy conversation starter. Yeah. Having something to bitch about is the easiest way to start a yeah. conversation with someone than it is to be that weirdo who comes up to someone, sidles up to someone, and goes like. You see how good Jordan Henderson's been lately. <laughs> what? Yeah. Mate, it's cold and wet. Yeah. You're not talking about how shit the weather you know is. I mean? Oh, the weather shit. Isn't the weather shit? Yeah. Oh, no, tell me about yeah. it. Conversation. Exactly. There you go. You're a weirdo <laughs> if you come up to people and try to start random positive conversations. <laughs> uh, but you want to highlight something that people mutually understand to be bad, then great. No exactly. problem. Brexit, this government. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, the, the weather. Isn't it cold? Isn't it wet? Yeah. Uh, isn't it Cans of coke really expensive yeah. First these days. thing I do when I get into a cab is you're red or a blue. If they say red, then right, you talk about footy. If you say blue, they won't stop talking because they have so much to talk about now. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Like I say, get, get on the on 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 the Henderson thing and all that. I don't I don't mind people thinking he's he's bad or whatever. But it's like you said that that thing of people go on the game and just like who are you talking to? You know who is who whose benefit is it for to sit there and yeah. go? Yeah, he's shit. He's oh. this and that. Just shut your face, man. When I just, you know game. what I mean. I just, you know, I just, I, I see. I genuinely see no benefit no. to it. I, I, you know, I've got no. Again, this is a whole rabbit hole we're getting down. Here. I've got no <laughs> problem with everyone going, oh, when someone does something shit. Oh yeah, because that is uncontrollable. Yeah. That is a reflex reaction to being disappointed yeah. in a situation where you're being noisy. Exactly. You know what I mean. You probably wouldn't make that noise at home on no. your own. Yeah. Or maybe you would, you know. No, I, yeah, but, you I know, I dropped, if I drop, if I drop my cereal on the floor, I don't go, oh, like that. I yeah. go, fuck, <laughs> shit. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Well, if, I'd, I'd love to. I'd love for after the game, everyone to get a sheet of everything they've said. You know what I mean? In my, in mine, it'd <laughs> I'd be, like to retract that. <laughs> yeah, to well, retract genuinely, that, yeah. that was right. I got that totally wrong. But yeah. genuinely, because if I, if I, I mean, I might be completely wrong. Whoever gets their eardrums burst next to me, they will tell you otherwise. But I, 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 I'll sing for the team. The most, the most, the phrase I say the most is "unlucky lads" or "let's let's fucking go." Yeah. And that's the, I because I want to g up not just the players. You know what? I, the Twitter players lacks. can't hear me. Yeah. The people around. You know what? Can't. Twitter lacks. And, and social media and that, that lacks is that what you do with the matches you go fuck's sake Henderson fucking pass the ball and then you go alright so good on. effort lad yeah. Twitter doesn't have the follow up 
<sighs> all right, yeah. come on, never mind, never mind. G up, yeah. lads. <laughs> yeah, no, genuinely. Yeah. I, I, the, it's, when, it's when I'm at a game, I, I'm there literally to support the team, but you're working, you're working in tandem with so many other people. Yeah, yeah. When someone sings, you sing with them. When you, Because that means when you start a song, someone else is going to start yeah. a song. It's when... It's when all right, the, the the move breaks down at the end of it. That doesn't mean you go, ah, oh, that's the shittest move. You go, nice idea. Nice let's idea. Let's go. Is the is the expression because because I, I keep coming back to it. Nobody deliberately misplaces exactly. a pass on a football pitch. Exactly. <laughs> and, the way, and again, what is the way shelt in football? It is hit the target. <laughs> hit the target. You put your shot over the bar. Hit the target. Yeah. Oh, they get up, walks over to the crowd. Yeah. Is that what I was supposed to do in that yeah. situation? I thought Thank your head was the much. target, oh mate. Oh my god! Oh, no, yeah. it's sad. But we've 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 tangented <laughs> spectacularly at all. So what's the topic? But the topic was good, not yet great. Um, I'll be, I, I hope to be I hope to be vindicated. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's not my fault if I'm wrong. Um, but the you know we've got a, we've got a, a big run of games coming up here, a big run of winnable games. And as I say, I think that you know. A perfect world scenario. We should have fi- we should have fixed the defence. And I think you know again. I think efforts were made. Let's not get back into we this game. The point of the matter is the mo- I, the 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 key signing of the summer. Yeah. The signing that we were desperate to get across the line. The one that was our the the one we wanted to get done and boxed off first was Mo Salah. Yeah. And you can see why. Because not only has he just been amazing, but the the, the depth that he yeah. has helped to provide to this team Definitely. as well. And that, that's what we what we were lacking. It's all well and good saying. You know, we needed to sort of defence. We were a very good attacking team that had, you know, a, a, a less than great defence. You can try and fix the defence, and lo- if you lose the goal scoring, yeah, you know, you might still grind stuff out. But you know, the the, the core strength of this and the core strength of what the manager's modus operandi and what he always said when he joined Liverpool was about creating a brand of football to get us all on side. Exactly. And I, I still fail to think that I fail to believe for a single second that we would get behind a, a brand of defensive football first. Because, and Chris and I said this a few weeks ago, there were people who fucking hated Rafa Benitez. Hated Rafa Benitez. Yeah. We went top, we, went, we, we drew with West Ham, went top of the league, and, got, and there were boos at Anfield. <laughs> Seriously, you know what I mean? Because we had, you know, and this is, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. As long as we're still seeing goals, I think goals cover over a, a multitude of sins. And yeah. if we, hopefully, the depth that we've got in the attacking part of the pitch is the thing that we've got right. Hopefully, what we'll see is the manager's given time. We can see he, he progresses enough this season that it keeps the pressure off him. Yeah. You know, we do need to get into the top four. We do need to get out of the Champions League group. And I say anything above and beyond that is like it's not. Again, it's not dancing in the streets good, no. but it's incrementally better exactly. until you win a piece of silverware at the end of and, it. And I have faith that he's the man to do it. I always have done. And until he shows me otherwise, I'll I'll stick behind the man Absolutely. and I'll stick behind the team. And until then, go back and watch Liverpool uh, 6-1 defeat. Stuff. Watch us watching it. Watch, oh my God. Did we, did that even start? I think we might have taken that off the No, internet. I'm pretty sure it's still, it's still up there. there. It, wow. be. it yeah. shouldn't be. Um, it, if it is, it's, oh my God. Um, right, okay, brilliant. Thanks. Let's move on to some more of your questions this week then. Um, Rishab Singh, oh, a year beauty at, on, oh, that is at, that is at. Um, <laughs> if, yeah, I'm not just saying it's a beauty. Um, if you had to appoint a Liverpool manager from among the teams outside the current top eight and Newcastle, bastard, <laughs> who, would, who would you pick? 
That's the one, isn't it? It would have been Rafa Benitez. Yeah, uh, straight away. My outside the top, I was like, defo Rafa. In fact, I'm going to get the lead table up here so we can just make sure I'm not. I'm getting things on the fringe because it kind of it writes off a couple of managers, the top eight Does thing. It, it writes off Sean Dyche, doesn't it? it te- yeah, it writes off Sean Dyche just about, I think. Yeah, I think he's um, there. Let me I've, so I've got three here. It's Eddie Howe, Sean Dyche and Slavin Bilic. Slavin Bilic was a weird one. <laughs> what the fuck? Slavin Bilic is sacked, mate. Well, he was anyway, so I'll just keep him in there because I like the cut. I, ge- I genuinely, I'd like, I top don't six, want him in. Top six managers are as follows. Uh, top eight, sorry, are Pep, Mourinho, Conte, Wenger, Pochettino, Klopp, Dyche and Silva. So the, the rest are Chris Hewton, um Oh, God. The former of Pellegrini. <laughs> Pellegrino? Pellegrini. Maurizio Pellegrino, oh. no, no, what's it called? Pellegrino? Yeah. Pellegrino, oh, fucking hell. Um, shows how what a legend he was. Yeah. Um, oh, I know what the answer is. Go on, David Wagner. Okay, fair enough. But next, Claude Puel, Eddie Howe, Eddie Howe not Rafa man. Benitez, Mark Hughes, um, no one at Everton. <laughs> <laughs> no one at West, have West Brom hired anyone yet? They're supposed to be getting part of uh-uh. uh, David Moyes at West Ham. Neil Clements or Paul Clements? Paul Clements. Paul Clements. Get that wrong every time as well. Or Roy Hodgson. Oh, it's Eddie Howe all day. It's it's David Wagner all day. Fair. Oh, well, yeah. To to be fair, actually, that's a good shout. Yeah. Because he plays the exact... He just walks straight in. Yeah. Sorted. <laughs> he looks <laughs> sort of similar, kind of. Yeah, he wears glasses, Tom. Not a, not a bit not a glassesist. <laughs> no, um, I mean... I, I Look, I, I'll be honest. I don't watch much football other than Liverpool and maybe the odd Everton game just to see how bad they are but I've seen Bournemouth have been okay they've been pretty solid Bournemouth are yeah Bournemouth have not been good they're okay they're 13th for what they are they're four points above the relegation zone Uh, Sai who was your shout? Um, did I have a shout? I'm asking you for a shout you're just asking me (laughs) Magnus, he's correct from they Simon. Have, they have the right answers. Yeah, I do not. Um, okay, so, so that's a good question. Thank you very much for that, Rissab. Do let us know yours by tweeting at the Redman TV. I'm sure Nathan, you're the beauty as well, Paul. Just didn't want to say. Absolutely, uh, Nathan at code underscore passion. Do you think we could be better defensively by switching to a back three? We have the wing backs for it, no doubt about it. Maybe we don't have the number of centre backs to do it just yet. If we buy one in the January window, would it be a viable option? My immediate reaction to this is like I like the idea of it. Yeah. I think potentially, but we already don't have enough centre halves yeah. for two at the back or enough good enough centre halves. I don't think I think and I think it's the position where we've got the least talent yeah. as well. Um I don't see that putting more less talented players in the team is I mean, necessarily the answer. I could see it. I, w- I wouldn't mind a back five with the players we have now with Trent on the right, Gomez right centre back, Lov- um, yeah, Lovren, Lovren. Lovren in the centre just to be the destroyer. I don't give him any passing responsibility. Matip on the left hand side and a Moreno. I could see that. And I, I, all right, fair enough. I, we've got very attacking wingers, mm-hmm. wing, wing backs. I think. A back five would just take too much away from our attacking this and is, the midfield. Well, and this is I don't the thing do about the rest of the positions. I think in in a year or two ago, you know, when when we were trying to find a way to get Origi and Sturridge into the team, when we were totally behind that as an idea, it makes sense because you can play two up top and you yeah. play three at the back. But given that our two best players are wingers, yeah, you're effectively you're forcing them to play more central. And look, Salah and Mane can do that. Yeah. And let, yeah. if it meant maybe it's a Salah Mane. 
forward line with like Firmino in behind or something. That'll be, you know? That's kind of what it is, maybe sort of now. But it's yeah, I, I think he, I, I think it maybe undoes a little bit of what we do yeah. at the top too much. Yeah. And there's probably more an, an easier fix. This is more, it's more four two three one than yeah. it is than it is a back and five. And the weird thing is, we kind of fall into that when we play a back four anyway. So when Moreno bombs on, Gomez doesn't, and we kind of slot into that three sort of. Yeah. Um. So I think we do that in game anyway. There's a lot when people talk about these like. Uh, because we there's an attacking formation, a defensive formation, yeah, and and that's a big struggle for us. Is our defensive formation is pretty dire. You saw it against Chelsea, we're just too deep. There's times when there's times when you look at teams who are well drilled defensively. So when we come up against the a low block side, and as soon as they lose the ball, bang, rigid, right where they should be, no mistakes. When we lose the ball because we're so front foot, we just seem to not have that. We've uh, the, there seems to be a gaps in the midfield there, and and I don't think a back three would solve that. That's just a that's just a, a coaching thing. That's a team thing, and maybe even a personal. I think thing. the thing is, you know, yeah, it, it leaves. I think Moreno sounds in, 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 on paper like a great wing back, and similarly Trent. But I think where you, where we found some stability is by limiting their yeah. attacking intent a little bit. And I know you technically put an extra centre out, so you've got another body in there. But I, I just feel like we it leaves us open to being exploited on the flanks a bit too much because you're already you're making their starting position unless you're in a flat back five, which yeah. is mental for a team that wants to be have attack and intent. I fear that we would be we would come unstuck against teams that play like we play now. You know, with proper with proper wingers. Was the last time we we played the back five Stoke two one. Because we came out that game as we a back five, didn't we? Game, we? But yeah, and no, we, we, were really, we finished really the game bad. against Chelsea, didn't we? I think it's one of those formations we've gone to a couple of times yeah. to try and change a game or whatever. I still don't feel it. Feel I don't think it works, yeah, especially sure. the the reliance we have on our midfield. When our midfield's weak, making it weaker does not help. In yeah, I, I, it's a bit. It's one of those. I get like Spurs seem to be able to. Spurs seem to have two formations. And I think it works for them. Yeah. You know, so that they can go a bit like right. We're playing through the back because this will suit us in this particular environment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I'm not saying no. Um, by the way, Nathan, I th- I, but I think I think we need two more centre halves if we were going to do that. Oh, easily. But fa- it's fast and and fast and that and very good in the air. I think and, and just, ball playing as well. Maybe yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, interesting one. Uh, Lashland right, Lashland underscore right one, and this is our. The, I, not like we we throw this que- these type of questions normally at the start of the podcast, but this yeah. one is just so horrible that I, I didn't want to put it up top for fear that it would turn new <laughs> listeners off. So I apologise in advance if you've gotten through all this is your first time and you're like, oh, that wasn't quite reasonable Liverpool related yeah. podcast. And then Lashland asked, would you rather smell like shit and not know it, but everyone else does, or constantly smell shit that no one else can forever? So I'm guessing he means, or constantly smell like shit that no one no, else can. No, constantly smell. Oh, that's changed so my you've whole... Got a sm- you, can sm- you can smell nothing but shit for the rest of your life. Uh, no, that's changed my whole thinking on it. Mm. So I so, was going to say second one without question. Yeah, um, it's got to... No, I, for me, I still think it's the second one. It is second one, yeah. Because you're just going to live... A, if you smell like shit, yeah. you're gonna, it, it takes a brave person to want to be in your presence. It'll be like... Um, However, that technically would be me and you because we've both... Going with the option where we could smell, we'd be happy to smell shit forever. Yeah. So we we so maybe it's not such a lonely existence because if people like us are prepared to be able to smell shit every all day every day forever and ever, that's true. Then maybe somebody who smells like shit can find love too. But 
<laughs> if if it was the first one, you'd have to find loads of mates who you can't smell, which is possible. You just have to when the the sleep just break a lot of noses. You know what I mean? And hope it damages the septums enough that they lose the tent of. And then they'll wake up and you'll be like, "Look, it's just because I want to be your friend." Maybe I'm like, and I'm then like, you'll have no I'm mates. Like those dating websites, and it's like because I, 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 I'm told they're getting more and more complex in how you can like narrow down <laughs> your matches, and it can just be. Has no sense of smell. Yeah, could no, be a tick box. So you get matched up with somebody who's got no sense of smell, and then bonzer. But then feel, they'd be like, "Why does no one want to be near me, new me new fella or bed?" Exactly. And then, well, I guess you'd have to tell them the first, like second date. You'd You've have got to no go. Sense of smell. Listen, I just just in the interest of clarity. Yeah, I smell like shit. I smell like shit. You can't smell it, so it's fine. <laughs> but everyone else can. So is just that, be aware. Is that the equivalent of tell, going out on someone with a, a date with someone who's blind and saying, "I'm really, really ugly." <laughs> Yeah, probably. But then, just in the interest of full disclosure, I am hideous. <laughs> I am genuinely hideous. I just want you to just, know. I just want you to know that. And surely they'd know when you they know, first touched your face. Apparently, Ray Charles, when he used to shake hands with people with with women, he'd he'd hold on to the the, the hand as well. So I'm gonna do. It's gonna be weird, but he'd go like this because he he, he could tell whether they were fat or not. Really. <laughs> But at least he has like man's got a priority it's like I don't know the beauty's not just skin deep even for the some of the greatest musicians of all time yeah I mean uh, it's the second one all day just purely because I don't want to I don't want people to not be around me and I think I could put up with it at the end of the day you're taking you're taking a hit for the people around you yeah and for your own for having being in company, your brain will block it out after a while anyway. And do you really smell that much anyway? I, I mean, who smells these days? I mean, it'd help with you. You, to be fair though, you taste shit all the time as well because your smells link with your taste. That's a good point. So you would literally taste Ooh. everything with taste of shit. A sigh. I've, I've discovered that one before you said it. Yeah, size is a big thing. I think it's still the second one. Size, yeah. yeah. It, it, again, you get used to it. You think it's no one ever wins with these questions? Size so said he, he he picks the second one. He get used to it, which is, yeah. Finger sized legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, sorry, reference from about three weeks ago. Um, brilliant. There you go. If you if you disagree with anything we've we've said, keep it to yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No. Um, as always, please do if you can leave a five star review on iTunes or any other podcasting style place that you listen to this much appreciated if you want to watch the video version the video version is the best version it's on the redmentv.com if you want more great podcasts from Redmen Radio you know we're doing some amazing stuff we're doing the instant match reaction after every single match that's like literally within like an hour or two hours of the game finishing that goes up on the website the final word is a 60 minute breakdown with a little bit more coolness and composure the Reds news roundup as well and a whole host of extra bonus features we've got tons of interviews coming out soon we've got the full interview with um, well uh, it's Gomez and it's Roberto Firmino's there um, <laughs> with Joel Matip there's Kenny Dalglish there's a whole host of, of amazing people they're all going up on the website soon and of course the Lucas Lever thing as well so if you want more stuff please do get involved it helps make all of this possible the Red Men supporters are the best supporters. and all the Christmas stuff that's going to be coming out around Christmas for Ooh, all the subscribers there's going to be point. loads of special stuff so yeah we do a Christmas special every Christmas day which is a load of like unseen stuff and outtakes and stuff like you in the in years gone by, it's me being it in the head with things yeah. falling off the set and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> absolute belt. Some great specials coming up and perfect time to jump on board. The most exciting month, I think, actually, mm-hmm. in Redmen TV we've had in, in, a, in a long while. So perfect time to jump on board. Free month, £5 a month after that. So do get involved. The redmentv.com forward slash, I think it's forward slash join. If not, just go there and, and, and click sign up. Thanks 
Thanks, Tom. No problem. Absolute pleasure. Thank you, Simon. Wasn't expecting me to talk to him there. Good work, so I reacted quickly. Uh, thank you for listening. Walker. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.